0: Love. When I touch you like this and I hold you like that, it's so hard to believe, that it's all coming back to me. Season six, we're back. Season we're back, baby. Six. We're back. Back in the something uh. again. Hi, Renee. <laughs> Hi,
1: Julie. Welcome back, everyone. If you can believe it, it has been six seasons of us bringing you our hot takes, cold takes, depending on the book, on romance and erotica from a feminist lens as two chicks who never read romance prior to the podcast. And um, let's be real with everyone, Renee, we don't really read it outside of the podcast.
0: Absolutely not. Never. If if really there is romance, spice, Yeah. <laughs> if there's spiciness in my horror novel that I'm reading, that's just the icing on the cake. Like it's nothing, but that's it.
1: It's bonus. Yeah. yeah. Um the some. I mean, I probably lean more towards it than Renee does, but even then I will not read a book outside of this podcast. If it's a romance that has no spice, I'm like, mm Mm-mm get to the fucking that's the energy when i'm not on the podcast but we just keep being like okay we'll just do this for one season i'll have a good time and then people are like we want more and so we get we're here because folks enjoy being on this journey with us and we do not take that for granted so thank you everyone for sticking with us for
0: this long we're back thank you and you know what i did actually try to read a very popular romance over the break it's called sweet Adelaide. Um, and it was actually my hairdresser that recommended it because Isn't she that, found out. Is that a famously dark romance? It is famously dark romance. And it was so dark and so problematic to me that I just, I put that down. I was like, nope, not for me. Because it was so problematic. Not only does it have one stalker, Julie, it has two stalkers. Oof. One of them's a ghost or a demon. The other one is just some boy, hacker guy. And it's it's awful. So I was like this is not for me. Um and I put it down. Will I finish it? Eh, who knows. I'm doing other reading these days. I've moved on. I've I've grown.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we oftentimes get asked to do, you know, we know that what is it? Like the court of thorns or roses and whatever that series is. Um yeah. The Adeline one that you were talking about. Uh, you know, we've never read Outlander, like any of those things. Maybe maybe one day we will. But we do enjoy finding really, really old or obscure romance and erotica to uh sometimes delight us. Sometimes we can't shut up about it because we love it so much. Sometimes it's the worst shit you've ever read in your entire life. But either way, we make it fun. That's how we do it here on Rapids Love. That's how we do. This is how we do it. So every so, week. What'd you read? Yes. Well, what's your theme for this week, Renee? It was Valentine's Julie? Yes. Valentine! So if you are new to our podcast, every week we choose a theme. We both read a book on that theme, two different books. We do not consult each other on what the books are before we start reading. And yet we have never, ever. Picked up the same book. Is this the week? <laughs> on, can you imagine? I say that I shoot myself in the foot. <laughs> Relative, we've never things we've picked are very niche, and I think this podcast is proof that there are more books in this world than people
0: think. <laughs> really, is yeah.
1: We've never had overlap between our books, so, anyways, this week it's Valentine's Day and so we chose Valentine's Day as our theme and I read a short little sapphic book called Valentine Cafe by either Alex Turner or Alex Williams because the name appears both twice so I don't know Look back for them. So either Alex Williams or Alex Turner wrote Valentine Cafe in 2020. And it is short. So Alex Williams slash Turner writes predominantly queer romance. And their bio appears to use gender neutral pronouns. Um, But they are writing queer romance uh, when they are not spending time with their wife. And I will say right up from the jump, this book was very well written. Very well written. Lovely. It's not very long. um, And there's no spice. But it was the kind of thing where I was like, if this person wrote a full-length novel, I would read it based on the writing. So Gabby is a big old grump that hates Valentine's Day. And they don't... She doesn't really have, like, a particular, like, trauma about it by any means. But she's just like, ugh, it's so sickly sweet and, like, corporate and she was really in love once in high school and then still thinks about that girlfriend but that girlfriend broke up with her to go away to university and so she just kind of was like you know I love love from other people but it's just not in the comments for me and Valentine's Day is like all up in my face now Debbie has a at a coffee shop called Community Cafe where her boss is a woman named Coral, who is also a queer woman. And Coral fucking loves a the theme. Okay, she goes ham for Valentine's Day. So picture the heart streamers, the balloons, the signage, all of it mm-hmm. is just like all up in her face. And Gabby is working one day when a woman comes in and right away she is smitten. So she is like... Sweaty gym babe who comes in early in the morning and she's all flustered looking at this woman. So she ends up inadvertently burning her finger on hot water. And the woman is like, Hey, you should probably run that under cold water. And she's like, Oh, it's not a big deal. And she's like, No, you definitely should. I can wait for my coffee. It's not urgent. And then there's fireworks and they're flirting with each other. And she introduces herself. Um, and then when she goes to pay, she's like, Okay, here's five dollars for the coffee. Also, give me your name. Um, and then um, this happens. Uh wait, never mind. My e-reader is being redonkulous <laughs> again. I was just complaining to Renee before the recording, but my e-reader is on her last legs, and you go to change the page, and she's like, Ew. <laughs> I'm just going to read you how it ends, because um, I'm just going to go right into uh, doing a real for you, because It's a very short story. So, hmm. oh, just take your break early already, Coral said from the doorway to the back room, making Gabby jump and spill Lisbeth's iced tea right down her front. I swear, I'm not usually this clumsy, Gabby said, not knowing if she was telling that to her boss, to Lisbeth, or to the customers behind her. Coral just smiled and put her hands on her hips, shifting Gabby's body so that she could pass behind her. Behind! If you watch, um, if you watch the big... That's probably what you're thinking. Funnily enough, I seem to have just remembered that you forgot to take your breath the last few days, Gabby, she said conversationally as she took control of the transaction and handed Lisbeth her change with a smile. What? No, I... What time do you have to get to work, dear? Coral asked Lisbeth. I start late today, around 10? Coral glanced at her watch and Gabby caught a breathless glimpse It's about 7am Her boss nodded gravely Hmm Yeah, it seems you've forgotten to take at least two and a half hours worth of break time she concluded I suggest you use it wisely But uh, uh. Gabby stared wide-eyed back and forth between Coral and Lisbeth even as Coral waved over the next customers and started taking their orders Happy Valentine's Day, Gabby Coral nudged her with her hip Enjoy the hell out of it for me and my ears.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, ma'am," Elizabeth said as Gabby fumbled her apron off and gave her boss a little side squeeze hug. Maybe all this heart shit isn't so bad," Gabby muttered, making Coral laugh as she grabbed her bag, checked her reflection in the back room mirror. She was definitely blushing, and there was no fixing her flyaway hair at this point. And then, for an impromptu early morning Valentine's date. Lizbeth was waiting with an outstretched hand, and Gabby swore the whole world inverted when they automatically interlaced their fingers, and the world inverting really had never felt so damn good.
0: Ah, uh, that's the whole story. Uh, oh, they and then uh, here, here's the epilogue. Tell me. And then they, uh, they called U-Haul, booked the <sighs> truck, and moved in together. And then on their first night together at home. The end. End. So obviously, I mean,
1: I can't give this anything on the spice scale because all there was hand touching. So it's a zero out of five for spice. Um, I'm gonna give it some ice cubes because she burnt her finger, and the girl asked for some iced tea. So I'm like a oh, little ice cube play, you know, a little cooling on the okay. god. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, that's my Poocharama that I'm going with and yeah again um not very long could be Alex Turner could be Alex Williams who really knows but I just wanted to before I pass the mic over to you to share what you read this week I just want to read you some of the other titles that are listed oh, yes. from this author okay.
0: oh my god yes yes also
1: yes. by Alex Williams different categories so there's Hanukkah Christmas Eve Valentine's Day. And then standalone. And some of these titles are fucking spectacular. So, it was Hanukkah, and they were roommates, and there was only one bed. That's... Straight to the point. Love it. Love it. No one's going to get bamboozled by that book. A Jewish love, actually. And then for Christmas, I don't like you, but please drive me home. (laughs) Uh-huh. Um, talk me through taking this off. Yummy. Um queer love, actually. Twelve stories, one town. And uh yeah, then the rest are like Valentine's Cafe for Valentine's Day and then a Valentine's Masquerade, textbooks and spilled coffee. So I'm assuming that's another sort of barista, maybe student vibe. Um, but the I <laughs> don't uh, got I was like, alright, next when it gets to Christmas, I might have to read. I don't like you, but please drink. <laughs> yeah! It was Monica, and they were roommates. <laughs> love it! I love it. So yeah, it, if you want a sweet little, like, just adorable little sapphic situation, but a little meet cute at a coffee shop, a little grump to sunshine situation, like, get valentine cafe by alex turner slash (laughs) that is what i read for valentine's day wow
0: yeah yeah buddy Uh, how about you
1: Uh,
0: i mean mine was definitely more in the valentine's day vibe uh so i read ruby and the v-day vampires i said that correctly vampires that's v-a-n-p-i-r-e-s and it's by jl logos and none other than my very favorite vera valentine they co-authored this book oh it was great so here we go ruby uh under the advisement of her therapist is trying new hobbies uh, because she's alone, and she doesn't want to be, and she doesn't want to sink into depression or anything. So she's taken up geocaching. <laughs> um, I don't know a lot about geocaching, except that you find coordinates, you go to the coordinates, and then there's like a little thing there. And you find the thing, and then you, you just log it on the geocaching forums, and then you add your own thing, or you... a new thing or you just leave it there doesn't matter um so she um has found exactly one geocache she's on to her second and um she reaches into like this barrel and she finds like a tied off used condom and she's like oh gross and she throws it but then there's this smell she's down kind of like in this gross area Um, And she's like, oh, my God, is that a a deer? Like, what is that? It's not. It's a corpse. She found a corpse. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's the corpse. While a dead human is actually undead. It's a zombie. Oh, my God. And so she. Yeah, there's a zombie and it's getting up. And she's like, oh, my God. And she keeps slipping on like wet leaves and stuff and falling. Um, But just as she's, you know, about to get away, she gets hit with an arrow. Mm. And she's like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And then she hears like a, a stick break and she looks and there's this really beautiful, beautiful man with a bow and arrow standing off in the distance. And she's like, what the fuck? And then they fire another arrow into the zombie, Um, And it explodes. And she passes out. When she wakes up, she is in the back of an old 70s, like, van with shag carpeting, um, like, lighting on the ceiling, like, the whole thing. Like a Scooby-Doo van? Exactly like a Scooby-Doo van. Only (laughs) the mystery gang in this case are not solving mysteries. They are hunting hunting zombies. Um, but there's, so there's three beautiful men in this van, three gorgeous, gorgeous men. And they're kind of bickering amongst themselves. They're like, Oh my God, what are we going to do? Uh, what, like, how do we, we have to help this woman. She's so beautiful. And, um, (laughs) what ends up happening is, um, Ruby starts to feel like really warm. And, like, sick. But also, like, wet. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is weird. Um, and the thing about Ruby is that she is postmenopausal. This is a middle-aged woman. Okay. okay? Yeah, which I loved. I yes. loved this. I pictured her like Melissa McCarthy. Ooh, um, okay. Just in the way she was written. So I want you to imagine... A Melissa McCarthy type in this situation because it was hilarious. Everything about this story was hilarious. So uh, picture Melissa McCarthy in the back of a van with three beautiful men. She's horny. She doesn't know why. She's freaking out because she got hit with an arrow after seeing a zombie. Okay. So these men are bickering, like, how do we help? Like, what do we do? And one of them goes up to her and he's like, I'm so sorry I wounded you. Um, like, please let me like deal with your your wound. Um, you know, I need your permission to do that. And she's like, just fix it. Yeah, go for it. So he goes and he licks the wound. And she's like, okay. Um, but then it closes up, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so <laughs> she's uh like, okay, that was weird. And she's like, Okay, but why am I here and feeling sick and everything? And one of the guys says, well, Fletcher, who's one of the guys who licked her, he poisoned you. And she's like, what? And they're like, look, the arrow and its poison is meant for the miseria, which is what they call zombies. Um, it, You know, we were meant to hit it, but we were like we learn that like they were distracted by her because she was so beautiful in her middle age um which is a thing that men don't realize women are in their prime okay 100%. she's beautiful she's gorgeous uh and she's hot to trot especially after being hit with this poison arrow um so she's like okay well like if i if i if i'm okay like can I go? They're like, no, no, we have to, we have to fix this. And she's like, well, am I going to die? And they say, yes, you are going to die. And she's like, what? And she, and they're like, well, unless, unless we can do something, unless we do something to fix this. Um, And she's like, cool, we'll do it, fix it. And they're like, well, you don't really know what you're asking for. And so she says, oh, are you not offering me sex? Because I'm pretty sure that the speech you were giving me was leading up to you fucking me. And they're like, how could you know what the antidote was? And she's like, uh, lucky guess, I I guess. And then they're like, no, look, there's no way she actually knows what's what's happening here. Um, and she's like She's like, "What? Well, um, she's like, "Well, I guess just it doesn't it doesn't matter." And he's like, "Look, we're vampires, and we were sent here um, on the orders of our Lord Cupid, who's the god of love and blood, and he sent us here to take out these uh these zombies that are threatening your dimension. Um, and she was like, Cool, yeah, vampires, awesome, cool, let's just take care of business then. And they're like, Well, no, like you don't you don't understand. Like, we're vampires. She's like, No, no, I got it. We're cool. This is cool. And she's like trying to rip her clothes off. She's like, let's just get down to business. Let's do this. And they're like, madam, like you can't possibly. She's like, I fucking understand. Let's just do this thing right now. And one of the guys like, don't have to tell me twice. And dives right in and starts eating her pussy. And she's like, perfect. Love it. Yes. Yum, yum, yum. But it's not enough. So then she's like, other guy, come here. And she starts like sucking his dick. And he's like, I love it. And she's like. Uh, cool not enough and then um one of them comes in and like goes to pound town um and she's like this is great and then they're like well we're actually all by vampires um and we fuck each other so how would you feel about a little dp and in my head I'm like dp on Valentine's Day like that's what your woman wants you guys are doing the most yeah it's cadu uh so um in between getting her off they drink her blood um but the thing is is that like the only way to stop the poison is to um like service the person that's been uh shot with the arrow Oh right so so they're like well we we can't get off and she's like no i'm getting you all off and she starts like fucking them she has some little dp and then they all like drink her blood a little bit and um then she watches one of them go down. Oh, okay. I want to say go down, but they had turned into bats, like bat monsters at this point, like Gary Oldman and Dracula. Um, and one of them was hanging upside down in the van and then got his dick sucked. So he didn't go down. He kind of went up, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're um, not wrong,
1: but I was just like, that's so funny.
0: Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. Um, and uh, that, that's, Yeah. You know, they, they they all get shy because when when the when the one vampire who's having his dick sucked comes, he like reverts back to his vampire form and he's all embarrassed. He's like, "Oh, you shouldn't have seen me like that." She's like, "No, I love it. Can you all turn into that form?" And they're like, "Yes." And she's like, "Yum yum yum." So then she gets fucked by them as the vampires. And she's like, "That's way better than your vampire form or whatever." Um, so they all get off, it's a really great time, and then um they let her sleep because they're they're kind and whatever. Um, and they're good to her, they take care of her. Aftercare piece, right? Yeah, she's immortal, she's not a vampire. And so then she wakes up to them kind of like peeling off some of the tape from their windows to the van. Um, and they realize that they're not burning up in the sunlight, which means they can now go out in the daytime mm-hmm. and they're so happy, and it's because they all Fucked her as a group and fed on her as a group and so that was the magic of love all along um and then they're like this will make it so much easier for us to to take care of you and and she's like hey like what do you mean and they're like well we'd really like to stay with you and at first she's like like in my house and they're like yeah and she's like uh i don't know And they're like, oh, it's okay. And then she realizes, okay, these guys were honest with her. They were vulnerable with her. They took care of her. They serviced her before themselves. They all serviced each other. This might actually work out. Like, there's nobody in her house. It's just her. Plus, they were like, well, we're going to have to bring our van. And she's like, as long as you park it in my driveway, because she has a beef with the homeowners association. And she thinks it's going to make them really mad. And she loves that. Um, and we so they do. Love a petty the, bitch. We really do. And then the epilogue is just like how happy they are. And they end up airbrushing a big like Baroque style portraits of themselves mm-hmm. onto the side of the van to really just rub the homeowners association raw. And uh, that's the, that's the end. And it was it was hilarious. It was so funny and so good. Um And it had everything I love. Middle-aged bitches, <laughs> DP, men going down on each other, upside down, like, it, <laughs> Cupid. It had everything. And this book had everything. And I loved it. And I love Vera Valentine. And I was happy to find a Valentine's Day story from her for our opener. I...
1: I love this for you because I know how much you love her so much. And so So much. I love this so much for you. And I just am laughing to myself because I'm just like we could not. As usual, we picked two very yeah. different. <laughs> um, so what the shit are you gonna read?
0: Okay, so I'm gonna read. Um, I I've like highlighted a bunch of parts. Um, so it's not straight through, just you just buckle up here we okay go. okay gotcha <clears throat> here we go i'm ready <laughs> but why am i ruby swallowed hard as she tried to settle on a word to describe the overwhelming sensations that rushed through her burning dripping tingling aching fletcher poisoned you q scowled the arrow and its poison were meant for the miseria Uh, That vile creature that we slew in the glen. My wayward shaft pierced you instead, and it seemed the effect on humans is. He shifted uncomfortably, dropping his eyes uh, to the shag carpeting as he muttered, considerably different. Her libido, all but panting at the proximity of the strange reject LARPer um, with the bad aim, roared to merciless life. Her brain unhelpfully focused on just how badly she wanted to be pierced by a, (laughs) a considerably different type of wayward shaft. Am I going to die? Ruby had struggled to string the words together. Yes! Q's black, depthless eyes bored straight into her own. I mean, uh, unless we do something. Well, then what are you waiting for? Do something! She raised her brows and widened her eyes impatiently as she hissed the command. The three shared a long look. You don't know what you're asking for. So it's not sex? Because I was pretty sure that that dire speech was leading up to you fucking me uh marcus answered eloquently fletcher broke the silence mortal how could you know the antidote to this terrible poison lucky guess or maybe ruby grit out between clenched teeth squeezing her thighs together maybe it's because i feel like i'm going to die if i don't get fucked right now see she understands cute grinned happily she does not truly know fletcher shook his head You must have realized the truth by now. We are not mortal men. We are vampires sent here in service of our Lord Cupid, God of love and blood. We've been sent here to combat the miseria that threatened to infest this dimension, who would leave your world nothing more than a rotting ruin of flesh and, okay, so you're vampires, got it. Ruby's hands fumbled ineffectively at the button of her pants, useless as she tried to get them down her hips, much to the wide-eyed shock of Fletcher, Uh, mid monologuing i don't need the whole encyclopedia entry can you just help me with (laughs) Uh, fletcher growled a sigh moving to put himself more firmly between ruby and q she doesn't truly understand quentin our nature the poison i understand i get it your valentine's day vampires or whatever the fuck it's fine ruby was terse snippy and snippy with need and tilted her head towards fletcher you were pretty much tongue fucking my shoulder earlier man felt the fangs this isn't the shock you seem to think it is with a breathy sigh of triumph ruby finally managed to shove her jeans and underwear down and off why had she ever thought that the shag carpet was uncomfortable it was the softest thing in the world ruby rolled over to rub her face against it ass up in the air as she writhed in desperation what the hell was in those arrows ecstasy this is why, Marcus cleared his throat frantically, diverting his gaze as his voice cracked. Why Cupid warned us never to let those arrows pierce mortal flesh. And then says, We don't want to impregnate you with our overpowerful vampire seed, Ruby. Mm hmm. She gave him a skeptical look, irritation creeping back into her features. And is your powerful vampire seed able to reverse menopause? "'Uh,' Marcus offered eloquently. "'He scrambled up to the front seat, "'retrieving a little book from the van's glove compartment. "'The tome he brought back looked ancient. "'Some unknown language and scrawled maps "'penned long ago onto the sheets of bleached vellum, "'like that of some kind of vampiric triple-A travel pamphlet. "'He squinted at it as he flipped through, "'his brows creeping up, his expression brightening. "'Um, no, it doesn't appear that it does that. "'Excellent! Then, you, uh, then you're golden, pony boys!' Ruby waved her hand loosely at her body in an all-encompassing "have at it" gesture. And then they fuck.
1: I love everything about this.
0: Yeah, it was really great. It was—it was so funny. That's, at one point, she's like, "Okay, bud," and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Call him bud again. <laughs>
1: like that's—that's that's my king, Grayson.
0: Yeah, just what like oh yeah, bud. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, what is your yeah what's your big spice what's your big
0: takeaway um I mean like maybe like a heart-shaped bed big enough for four mm, I like it yeah for like all of them and then I want her to like because I think she's I think she's fun mm-hmm. I think that um it would be fun for her like you know figging, right? Where they put ginger in your butthole instead of instead of ginger, put some little cinnamon hearts. It's like, Ooh, boop, boop. Yeah, a little, a little
1: spice,
0: and it would melt a little, so it would look like blood. Right, so the vampires would be like, yum yum yum. Oh my god, Renee, brilliant! I thought of it all. You Thank thought you. of it all. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> we're back, baby. <babies. laughs> we're back back, BB, and we're gonna be bringing you an episode every single week and next week what's our theme renee fairies fairies shockingly season into this bad boy we've actually never done fairies as a standalone category so i'm gonna have to do a little bit of digging because i certainly don't have a fairy book on hand but i will acquire
0: one good news there are four billion fairy romance <laughs> stories. You could read um, that Court of Rose and Thorns books. I read the first one. Oh, well, that it is was the all fairy. Fairies. It is. They do
1: call it fairy smut. So you're correct. There is that. There yeah. is that. Yeah. Okay. It, it,
0: I read the first book and honestly, it had more of like a Twilight vibe to it than I thought. But I still liked it. I have the second book. I just haven't read it yet. So
1: Wow fairy smut is du jour these days and so i'm sure i'll find something but yeah if you are into fairy smut or you want to hear about fairies or you just want to listen to two besties riff each other's bits then uh tune in next time to ravish love because
0: that's how we do so that was a, that was a really intimate thing for you to say on valentine's day oh was it that we riff each, other's, each bits? other's bits yeah mm-hmm. i love you so much <laughs> the most and if you are not following Ravage Love on Instagram,
1: what are you doing with your goddamn life? Because Renee curates top-shelf content for our Instagram. It is a hoot and a half, so make sure you follow Ravage Love on Instagram. Also check out our website. What's our website handle?
0: RavageLove.com Ravage or, ca.
1: Ravage or .ca. RavageLove.com or Check it out. You can see our favorite books. You can find out more about Renee and myself. Also, our incredible producer,
0: Josh Smith. Joshua, we love you we couldn't
1: do this without joshua so make sure that you um yeah that you follow us on the brands and then you'll also get all the deets on when our new episodes drop but i'm so stoked for season six renee
0: me too it's so me great. too we have big things coming i hope if i have the wherewithal to put them together
1: I believe in us. I believe we will continue to entertain the masses and genuinely everyone. We are so stoked to be back and we are so delighted by people reaching out to us. So yeah, slide into our DMS. If you have recommendations for a theme, an author, a book, people do it all the time. We love it. We try to read as many of them as we can that folks recommend. So keep those recommendations coming. Keep sending us unhinged, like memes about book talk and romance and in return, we will keep reading
0: these books and entertaining you every week. I need you to do the thing that I've been waiting for for weeks, <laughs> Julie. it <laughs> is. I'm, I'm buckled up. Hmm. Ravage love. Bye. Bye. artwork for the show is created by Karen McKnight. Very special thanks to Josh Shenfield for production assistance. You can find Josh on Instagram at fushigiyami. That's F-U-S-H-I-G-I-Y-A-M-I on Instagram. Connect with us at RavageLove on Instagram and Twitter, or by email at ravagelove.podcast at gmail.com.